You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Luke's English Podcast. Brand new for all you boys and girls out there. This episode is all about money. That's right, I'm going to teach you 12 phrasal verbs, all related to the subject of money in some way. I'm also going to talk about some idioms and sayings which are connected to money too. going to be useful language, good listening practice, and some key items of vocabulary that you can go on to use in your daily lives. Help me become a more advanced speaker of English, because that's what this podcast is all about, helping you communicate. Communicating with the people around you. Helping you to go out, get jobs, earn some money for yourselves. We all know that, you know, money's basically what makes the world go around these days, isn't it? I expect that most of you are learning English, not just because you love the language, but also because you need it to make some money. That's what I'm talking about. It's all for the love of money, isn't it? It's a big motivational factor in people's lives these days. Get some people out of bed in the morning. Is that a good or a bad thing? Because that's what I'd like to talk about in this podcast, just money, basically, and the economic crisis. Because everyone is always talking about money, right? You switch on the radio, on the BBC, it's money that, the money markets, what's happening with the banks, you know, taxation, um, businesses, you know, ev- everything seems to be all about money, consumer rights, spending powers, interest rates, um, all those different different things, employment statistics. Basically, it's all about money. You switch on the TV. There's there's some financial report going on. A lot of the time, it's difficult to understand what they're talking about because it's like another language, isn't it? The language of finance. Um, but I want to just talk about money in this podcast. So first, I'm going to talk about the economic crisis and how that is affecting people's lives in this country. And when I talk about that, you will hear me use twelve phrasal verbs which are all commonly connected with money. Um, So listen to that. Can you find the 12 phrasal verbs? The next section will just be me talking about some idioms and some common sayings that people use when they're talking about money, and I'll discuss them a little bit. Okay? So that's it. Money. Money, 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 phrasal verbs. These days, many of us are living in tough times. The economic crisis is making life difficult for many people in this country. 
We're all having to economise and cut back on our spending. Um, nowadays, there's, there's less credit available in the money markets, and this is having a knock-on effect in our, in our lives. Unemployment is going up. Um, house prices have gone down over the last couple of years. The Bank of England um, sort of recently used taxpayers' money to bail out many of the banks in this country which were facing insolvency due to their poor investments in so-called toxic assets, um, many of which originated in the American subprime real estate markets. Um, the government um, has lowered interest rates to help people pay off their bank loans and mortgages. Um, VAT was lowered to 15% in order to encourage us to splash out in shops up and down the country, which will hopefully inject more money into the economy. Um, some people are not being affected so seriously, particularly the wise and clever individuals who have saved up their money in secure savings accounts. And really now, when they need to, they can just dip into their savings in order to pay for an unexpected household repair or a much-needed holiday, for example. But for many of us, we just have to get by every month on our monthly salaries. Um, it's not easy, though, uh, particularly in London, when everything is still so expensive. Um, we're all trying to pay off our loans and mortgages while also trying to avoid taking too much cash out of the many cash machines which are available to us all over the city. Um, the energy companies in particular seem to be ripping everyone off with the price of oil and electricity. It's almost as though they're using global warming as an excuse for charging us extortionate amounts of money for our energy, even though wholesale market prices have dropped in recent months. There's just something rotten going on somewhere, I think. Big companies and banks seem to get protection from the state while the average taxpayer has to pick up the pieces by working harder, cutting back on our spending, moving into more modest accommodation, or accepting badly paid work just because we have no choice these days. Perhaps it has to be that way. Um, you know, the big companies have to be protected, perhaps, in order to support the economy. But it just seems a little bit unfair, that's all. Um, and, um, you know, I'm, um, I'm sure that there, there are some, you know, CEOs and directors uh, and executives who are still doing very well uh, while the rest of us struggle to get by. Still, it's not all bad. Um, the lower interest rates on bank loans and mortgages mean that we don't have to pay back so much money each month. And there is now so much freely available entertainment on the internet that it's quite easy to have a good time without reaching too deep into our pockets. So basically, in conclusion, take advantage of you know free internet content like this. Um, you know you don't have to pay for it, so take advantage of it. But if you're doing okay for money at the moment and you're feeling generous, you could always donate some money to these free services like Luke's English podcast um, via PayPal and you know just do it just to make the world a better place 
So that's the end of the little text about money. Did you find the 12 phrasal verbs in the text? There's probably some vocabulary in there that is new to you, in which case you can go to the transcript on the website and um, check it out. Just use that transcript to find the words, check them in the dictionary. I will provide um, uh, definitions of the 12 phrasal verbs that I've used. In fact, I'm going to explain those phrasal verbs to you now uh, as briefly as I can. I'm trying to make this a quick podcast. Um, so let's see. The first one was um, we're all having to economise and cut back on our spending. To cut back on your spending means that you have to try and spend less money. The next one was unemployment is going up. Um, that's just another way of saying that unemployment is increasing. Um, I also said house prices have gone down over the last couple of years. That's just another way of saying house prices have decreased over the last couple of years. I also said the Bank of England used taxpayers' money to bail out many of the banks which was facing insolvency. So to bail someone out or to bail something out just in this case means to give them money in order to save them. Um, so I don't know if you know about the economic crisis here. It's the same in many other countries because um, many of the banks in this country invested money um, in kind of bad um, markets. They lost a lot of money and so they had to be saved from insolvency or bankruptcy by the Bank of England. The Bank of England is basically the state bank. Um, so the Bank of England had to bail out the banks. They had to save all of the private banks by giving them lots of taxpayers' money in order to balance their, their accounts, to, to set off all of their debts. A little bit complex because we're talking about financial language now. But to bail someone out means to save them by giving them money, basically. And particularly, uh, we, talk, we, we use the word bailout these days when we're talking about the state giving private banks or private companies money in order to stop them from going bankrupt. Okay, um, so that's to bail someone out. The next one I said was um, VAT was lowered to 15% in order to encourage us to splash out in shops up and down the country. Um, to splash out just means to spend money um, in a carefree way. You know, like when you go to the shopping centre and you just treat yourself to something, you, you just splash out. So it means spend quite a lot of money in just a kind of enjoyable way. You know, like retail therapy. Women listening to the podcast, you probably know what I mean, because women love to splash out um, you know, at the, at the shopping centre. It just means to go out to the shopping centre and spend a load of money, kind of just for fun, in a, in a pleasurable way, to splash out on something. Um, by the way, if you don't know what VAT is, it's a tax. Um, it's value-added tax. It's, it's a tax which is applied to almost everything that you purchase in the shops. Uh, in this country, it's, it's 15%. It used to be 17.5%, but the government reduced VAT as a way of trying to stimulate the economy. 
uh, because they're trying to encourage us to splash out on, on things and spend our money. Right, the next uh, phrasal verb was um, uh, some wise and clever individuals have saved up their money in secure savings accounts. So to save up your money, it really just means to save your money. It just means, you know, to put your money um, in a bank account or keep it somewhere so that you don't spend it. It just really means save money. But save up, using up, just modifies the word save to mean, you know, save over a long period of time. Hopefully save quite a lot of money. So you'd save up, you know, um, you know, when you're a child, you save up to to buy a computer game or something right these days people save up money so that they can go on a holiday at the end of the year for example um, the next one was when they need to they can just dip into their savings so to dip in means to just go into a savings account and take a bit of money out to dip in now often we use the word dip in to mean go into some water right so it's a bit like, um, um, let's see, if you're at the beach and you just um, kind of go, uh, you go into the sea just for a little bit, just for a while. You dip into the sea. In the same way, you can kind of dip into a bank account, just kind of go into the bank account and take a little bit of money out. Um, okay, that's to dip into something. Uh, the next one was, um, for many of us, we just have to get by every month on our monthly salaries. To get by just means to survive, basically. To survive on a small amount of money, usually. Okay. So, for example, uh, if you're a student in London, it's very difficult to get by because you're not earning money. You're just spending money, so you've got to be very careful with your money. It's very difficult to get by to survive on a small amount of money, all right? So for many of us in London, we just have to get by every month, you know, month by month. Um, then I said, we try to pay off our loans and mortgages. To pay off something or to pay something off means to pay it completely. So if you pay off a loan, it means you give all the money back and then you don't have to pay any money in the future. So you completely pay all the money back to pay off a loan or pay off a mortgage. A mortgage, by the way, is a special kind of bank loan which you take out in order to help you purchase a house or a flat. Um, the other expression I used was to avoid taking too much cash out of the bank or take, to take cash out of the cash machine. To take cash out or to get cash out of the bank or the cash machine. And that means to, to withdraw money. So you can withdraw money from the bank or you can take cash out of the bank. Okay. Um, the next one was the energy companies in particular seem to be ripping everyone off. To rip someone off just means to, um, to charge much too much money for something. So to charge very high prices for something and it's, it's unreasonable, right? So, for example, if you go to a shop to buy, I don't know, a can of Coca-Cola and you go into the shop and say, um, yeah, can of Coca-Cola, please. And the man goes, can of Coca-Cola, okay, uh, that's, that's £100, please. 
and you go, £100? God, that what a rip-off. You know, you are ripping me off. It just means that someone is charging you much too much money for something. It's also a noun, uh, a rip-off. That's a rip-off and a verb. Um, you are ripping me off or in a passive structure, you were ripped off. You know, you paid £100 for a can of Coke. You got ripped off, mate, or you were ripped off. What a rip-off, okay? That's a rip-off or to rip someone off. Um, the next one was um, the average taxpayer has to pick up the pieces by working harder and cutting back on our spending. Um, I think I've explained that to cut back on spending. Yeah, that was the first phrasal verb, so I don't need to explain that one again, to cut back on spending. Uh, the next one, uh, this is the last one, was um, we don't have to pay back so much money each month. Just to pay back means to give money back. Um, it's, it's similar to pay off, but slightly different. You pay off a loan when you pay all of the money back, but you pay back money every month. So it just means to give some money back um, when you have borrowed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, to lend money and to borrow money are really key terms. And they're ones that I hear students getting wrong all the time. So to, to lend money, um, if I lend you money, that means I give you money and you have to give it back to me later. So I, I lend you the money and you borrow the money from me. Okay. So I lend the money and you borrow it from me, okay? Um, and then if, if, um, if you borrow money from me, you have to pay it back to me later. And you might pay it back, you know, every month until after, I don't know, let's say 12 months, you have paid it all off, okay? You've paid off the loan. Um, okay, so that's it for the phrasal verbs. Um, but uh, there are also various common idioms and expressions that people use uh, when they're talking about money. Um, there are so many of them out there, um, but I'm just going to talk about um, six expressions uh, that um, you hear people talking about. Here's the first one, and you might know this from an old song uh, which was recorded by the Beatles. Let's have a little listen to that bit of music, shall we? Yeah, John Lennon did have a good voice. Um, so they say the best things in life are free. Um, that's, that's the expression. The best things in life are free. Well, I mean, um, is that true? Um, I think, um, you know, it probably is true. Love is free, isn't it? I mean, it should be. Anyway, if you have to pay for it, then it isn't the real thing, is it? I mean, if a woman loves a rich man for what he can offer her in, in life because he's rich. Isn't that a kind of love? 
I mean, she, you know, she's got to love him for something, um, you know, and the fact that he's made money shows that, you know, he's a capable man. Um, and if she loves him because he's rich, you know, she loves part of him. She loves the, the sort of aspect of him which is successful and powerful. So I don't know, is that is that real love? If a woman loves a man because he's rich, is that real love? I'm not sure, really. I can't decide on that one. But certainly our, our basic freedoms should be free. Um, things like free speech, uh, fresh air to breathe, the right to just walk down the street and go wherever you want to go, as long as you don't hurt someone. I mean, those things are free. And I very much hope that they stay that way. Um, you know, we, we obviously have to fight to make sure that that the best things in life do stay free. It would be a horrible world if we had to pay for our basic human rights. Um, let's see. The, an, another common expression is the one that goes, money makes the world go round. Um, I said that earlier on in the podcast. Money makes the world go round. Now, um, technically, I don't really think that's true. I don't think that money makes the world go round. I think that Actually, it's, it's the laws of physics, you know, like gravity, mass, that kind of thing. That's what actually makes the world spin on its axis. But, you know, obviously that's not what the expression really means. Um, certainly society or civilization is run by money, you know. Um, money defines many aspects of our lives. Um, many people do things just for money, you know. Lots of people, millions of people just get out of bed in the morning just in order to make money. You know, we, we do things, everything in many cases is defined by money. You know, we do things like move to a new city, you know, completely change our lives just, just for money. You know, we, we go to university and do university degrees um, with the aim of, of being able to earn more money in the future. We learn English so that we will be able to... Um, do business with people in different countries. You might even say that we marry people based on money. I don't know if that's a, if that's a cynical thing, but I'm sure, I know that for a fact some women do that, um, and possibly even some men do that too. It's been happening for hundreds of years. People have been getting into bed with each other just because of money. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, uh, the next expression that you hear sometimes is uh, money doesn't grow on trees. Money doesn't grow on trees. Well, that's true, of course, because money doesn't grow on trees. It's printed in kind of factories called mints. Um, these factories kind of run by the state money printing like factories. Actually, technically, a place that prints money is called a mint. I know that's a strange word because we also put mints in our mouths and suck them. But um, it's also the name of a kind of money factory. Um, but um, yeah, money doesn't grow on trees. It's, you, you know, it's not free. You have to work for it unless perhaps, you know, you're a member of the royal family and you just inherited it. Or if you if you just got lucky and won the lottery or something. For most of us, money doesn't just grow on trees. You have to go out there and work really hard in order to get it. Uh, another common expression that people say about money is that money is the root of all evil. The root of all evil. That just basically means that uh, evil 
comes from money or that money is the origin of evil and that you know anything that evil in the world has has happened because of you know greed or because people are motivated by money um, now this could be true in my opinion you know it could be true that money is what motivates people to do immoral things but I reckon if it wasn't money that was motivating us it would just be something else um, I mean we I think that humans have all got the potential to be greedy and possessive and, and cruel to each other and, and money just allows us to do that you know I think really that greed is the root of all evil that's my opinion anyway it could be greed for money or, or greed for power or um, you know just general greed really um, Another one is um, ABBA, um, you know, the Swedish pop band. They, um, they made quite a famous statement about money, uh, which went a bit like this. Yeah, I think they uh, they hit the nail on the head with that one. Uh, they're certainly on the money uh, with that song. Uh, by the way, hit the nail on the head means to get something right, yeah? And to be on the money means to get something right as well, right? Um, so, yeah, they definitely hit the nail on the head with that song because, um, you know, it's true, isn't it? I think the world is owned and dominated and controlled by those people with money, you know, we've just got to try and make sure that those people who own all the money, we've got to try and make sure that they don't abuse that power uh, to exploit us by violating our human rights. I mean, it's, it's already happening all over the world. You know, it's been happening for hundreds of years. The domination of the poor by the rich. It really is a rich man's world. All rich woman doesn't have to be just a man, right? Um, yeah. As well as that, um, more recently in music, we've had um, uh, the Notorious B.I.G. Um, featuring Puff Daddy and Mace in 1997 with their seminal hip-hop R&B classic, which was called Mo Money, Mo Problems. You might remember it sounded a bit like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I must admit that um, I could just keep listening to that because I like Notorious B.I.G. I like the way he rapped. Obviously, he doesn't rap anymore because he was killed. It's a tragedy, yeah, the way he was killed. But anyway, I do like that song for some reason. It's kind of a cheesy R&B song, but I do enjoy it. Um, but anyway, if you didn't catch the lyrics, it's... Um, 
Um, I what is it? I don't know what they want from me. It seems like the more money we come across, the more problems we see, right? So uh, if you come across money, it just means the more money you know we find or the more money we get. The more money we come across, the more problems we see. You know that's 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 what the notorious B.I.G. was talking about. Is he right? You know, is it right that the more money we have, the more problems we see? You know, perhaps for rappers who come from sort of the ghetto in America, you know, money is a way of escaping the horrors of poverty and, and a kind of, you know, racist society, perhaps. Um, you know, it's the American dream, right, that anyone can lift themselves out of poverty and climb to the top of, of the, the mountain. I don't know what which mountain it is but you know what i'm talking about that you can you know you can go from being living in poverty to going right to the top of society and you do it um and that anyone anyone can do it and that you they do it by making money right but does having money solve all your problems and does it give you real freedom or does it just present you with a new set of challenges you know and possibly make you paranoid make you mistrustful of uh, the people around you and protective of your wealth and does it make you you know feel like um, so suddenly as soon as you start making lots of money everyone is out to just get a piece of the action you know the tax man um, is on your back um, the federal authorities you might be sort of looking into um, investigating audit auditing your finances and accounts just to make sure that you're being legitimate um, having a lot of money also means that you've got to be very organised in order to make sure that you're doing everything correctly and that you're keeping your money safe. It's not just a sim. It's not simple. You know, the the world life isn't a simple thing. It's not just a case of money equals happiness. You know, it's a bit more complicated than that. Anyway, that's it. That's the end of this uh, podcast about money. Um, yeah. Cheers. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye, 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 bye. Luke's English Podcast is a free service which is available free for anyone to download free of charge from the internet. You can subscribe to Luke's English Podcast for free, which will allow you to receive all episodes free of charge every time they're uploaded. The podcast is produced by Luke in his living room free. He doesn't get paid any money for it. In fact, he spends money in order to make the podcast available for anyone to download absolutely free of charge. Luke's English Podcast. Guaranteed value for money every single time. Luke's English Podcast is made available via donations from PayPal. In order to make a donation, please visit www.teacherluke.podomatic.com and click on the PayPal button and send me some money, please. Thank you.